can a bear's vacation with more rain than sun end up being the one that's most fun? Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and I don't go anywhere. I am at my house right now, and at my house I stay. I don't ever leave. I left. I went to. Uh, I took uh, my daughter to the bus today. That was that was my <laughs> trip. I went on a trip to the bus stop. It's about a block and a half away, and um, that's it. I go to work. I go to bed, and uh, my type of vacation is the kind of pe- that people call a staycation, which means you stay in one place. Um, and I do that because I can afford it and because I am lazy and don't plan ahead. So that's my experience with vacations. Mostly vacations for me involve the family sort of going to another city where we have family and then saying like, hey, can we live with you for a week? And then maybe we go out to dinner. So that's why I've kind of avoided this book. I'm This book is not a book that I'm familiar with the concepts of. It's the Berenstain Bears uh, and Too Much Vacation from 1989. And if you're like, wait a minute, 1989? You're in the the early 90s now. What, 1989? It's because I skipped this book. And at first I did it on accident, and then I kind of did it on purpose um, because I don't know how to talk about it because I never go anywhere. So I thought, hey, let's have on someone who knows about vacations. And I thought for all of 10 seconds and came up with a real humdinger of a guest. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I want you to meet Carrie Keel, the owner yes. of Mouse Ears Travel. Not just the owner, though. You do work for it. I do. Like, you don't just, like, sit in the back room counting stacks of coins. I sit back there and just cash the checks. That's <laughs> all I do. All your employees, like, spread out. Hey! Get all people, one of them. Make them all go to the mouse. <laughs> make, send them all to the mouse. All Everybody goes. Everybody go. Now, Carrie, how did I find you? Um, You can find me on Facebook at Mouse Ears Travel or on the web at www.mouseearstravel.com. That's a great answer. That's not what I asked you, though. How did I find oh, you? Oh, how did you find yes. me? Um, Let's see. You auditioned first, and I auditioned third for Assassins at Chameleon in, like, Nineteen something else. So it was a long time ago. I think yes. you know, we think we've known each other for like almost like eighteen years now. Nineteen years. 18 years? Nineteen. I would say it's got to be nineteen now. Nineteen years. Uh, but so what is what does mouse ears do? Uh, we um we sp- specialize in Disney vacations too. If they've got Disney in the title, we will send you there. That's basically it. Wow. Pretty simple. And why do people need why do people need help planning vacations? Be, well, you know, some people don't, but they're, they can be very complicated, and certain places are um, have more options and more choices and more complications to them. And if you want it to be easy, it's better to have someone else helping walk through the beginning stages of it. Now, you, go, you know vacations, because you and your family go on vacation like every other day. Yeah, I think. that's basically it. You're lucky I'm home. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> Actually, when I was like, ah, I got I to gotta contact Carrie, and I was like, oh, she's probably – let me check Facebook. <laughs> I can't tell if they're in Disney or if they're just posting pictures from Disney. We were in Disney. Yeah. Yeah. But, so you, but you're back. You're back. We're back. I've got gotcha. you. Yeah. I've got gotcha. you. You've got me. I'm, he- yeah. I'm here. In this like, spare window of time where you're not like – I don't know what you do at Disney World. Like dance? Yeah, we dance we, everywhere. Food? Like we they eat. know you though. Like – you show up, and they're like, here they are. Uh, Stop Space Mountain, because everyone's here. There are a couple of cast members now who do recognize Tim or I, yeah. but only like two. The rest of them, you know, are just like, hi, get on the ride. So it's all good. <laughs> this is our job. <laughs> yep, keep moving. Keep the like, line moving. And you're like, hey, we come to Disney a lot. And they're like, so, so do what? many of these people. <laughs> I come every day. Right, right. I'm here. I'm an employee here trying to earn my living. Yeah. Get just, on the ride. Yep, just like that person who works at the bear, Build-A-Bear store. This is my job. Yes. Yep. Nope. I don't know. I don't, I've been to, I, last time I was in Disney World, I was a freshman in high school. Oh, you were so wee. Yeah. I was there when they were like, we just look at all this Roger Rabbit stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, there's not. Roger Rabbit has sadly is no longer represented by Disney World. He, you can find Roger Rabbit's ride though at Disneyland. At See, Disneyland? he's still there. How are they doing on Black Cauldron merch? Because that was Ooh. really big. At once. You know? I was there. I was also there when Black Cauldron merch was <laughs> all over the shelves. Well, is it Black Cauldron or is it Magic Cauldron? You don't know because <laughs> they did change the name trying to get it. You know. No, I had like a Tarin T-shirt. I think oh, yeah. that I bought at Disney World. Munchies was, and Crunchies. When I was a little kid. Oh, I had the Gurgi stuff. Yep. I was like, oh, can I get Gurgi merch? And they were like, sure. It is 1980 whatever <laughs> have a gurgi yes and now you go and you're like you might find a pin in a pin store but that's gonna be as far as you go <laughs> i love it i love it now the berenstain bears are not represented at disney world because they are owned by a completely different company uh they were represented at knott's Berry farm they were mm -hmm. my dear friend mark sweeney who's been a guest on this show dressed as a papa bear he was a papa bear he discussed his his the bear machinations of bear life on a previous episode. So uh, theme parks run in the Berenstain Bears blood mm -hmm. um, and rides. But the Berenstain Bears in this book, the Berenstain Bears Too Much Vacation, they don't go to a theme park. No. No, they go to a pit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought this was a horror book, quite honestly. <laughs> I mean, just opening up the front cover here and all the mosquitoes. There's I like mean... some delightful – there are so many. There's the, the, the opening spread is the Berenstain Bears – about to be beset upon by mosquitoes to such a degree that you would think that was the crux of the story. <laughs> These are some Dr. Seussian esque, like back in like the 1930s like, and 40s, like when Dr. Seuss was still drawing ad copy for like flit bug spray. Mm -hmm. Like these are the mosquitoes that yes. he would draw. And only sister is aware of their impending doom. <laughs> yeah, the other ones are blissfully unaware. Yeah, because they're looking at. Well, let's jump into it. Let's, let's jump into this book. Let's talk about the Berenstain Bears' Too Much Vacation. Uh, what is this book about? I mean, it's just about them going on vacation. It's a, you know, Papa Bear has this grand idea of what this vacation is going to be. This is the vacation that he's been dreaming about for years, yeah. right? And I don't want to spoil the ending. <laughs> spoil the ending. Go ahead, and it spoil all the goes wrong. It all goes wrong. This is this is uh this is like uh, as as indicated by my phrase nightmare earlier <laughs> on. This is uh this is the worst. Is this why you don't go on vacations? You read this book and you're like, yep, I don't need to go. This is what I'm. This is me. This is my life. Like yeah. this is I don't go on vacation, but this is my life in microcosm. Like, <laughs> hey, I've got a great idea. Oh, we're doomed. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much. But this, I think this book right off the bat explains why sometimes it's good to have someone arrange your vacation yeah. for you. Or just, yeah, do a little more research, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they start off well. They, they remember to pack the camera. I mean, mm -hmm. you got to bring the camera. If it wasn't for the camera, this book would go nowhere, actually. It would totally go nowhere. They'd be, they'd still be stuck at the cabin if it wasn't <laughs> for the camera. Yeah, so so the bears are going to go on a vacation that they know nothing about except mm -hmm. for Papa. Like yep. he's, he's planned this trip in secret, and they're going to go uh, on a beautiful vacation, cabin in... The woods. By a lake. Yes. And they hop in their little red roadster, four safety belts click into place. <laughs> And they hop in the little red roadster, and away they go to beautiful Crystal Lake, which I don't know if you're... I mean, so, see, Crystal Lake, it's always a bad thing. It's always a bad thing. It's always a bad thing. You can't name it Crystal Lake. I mean, this was 1989, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, so oh, yeah. Friday the 13th was a thing. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You For can't. many years. Friday the 13th was almost over and done with at this point. Yes. I believe that. I believe this was the year that Jason Takes Manhattan came out, the death of the, the, death of the franchise. So it's safe to go back to the lake because he's in Manhattan. Right, right. How many <laughs> how many hands did this go through, though, where people weren't like, Crystal Lake has connotations. <laughs> There's a killer there. I told you, this is a horror book. This is a horror book. <laughs> Just off screen, off page, is like lurking in the woods. And every time Jason is about to spring out, something bad just happens and to the bears. So he doesn't have to worry about and it. And after a while, he's, he's probably just like, you know, they're having a hard time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know that I usually kill whoever tromps through my lake, but... But I th I, I think the lake's going to take care of these guys, <laughs> so I'm going to go find somebody else. <laughs> I'm going to go take Manhattan. <laughs> these bears are either on the precipice of doom, or they're on the precipice of killing one another. Exactly. But Papa found this vacation in a newspaper ad. As you do. Yeah. A real wilderness experience, as he says. 
That was my pop-up voice, by <laughs> the way. Good. But you, that was great. you've never heard the pop-up voice. I have. I've, I've heard the pop-up voice. That's the pop-up voice. Uh, yeah. I've now, also... now you're here live. I know, no, you're right. I've never heard it live before, though. <laughs> so I appreciate it. You can do some more. It's the only great. voice I do. I do Papa Bear's voice. He talks like this. <laughs> From years of... If you listen to the Saturday morning Berenstain Bear show, if you watch the PBS Berenstain mm-hmm. Bear show... Two different Papa Bears, same voice. Like, everyone does Papa Bear that way. Even Mark Sweeney did his Papa Bear that way. And he never even had to voice Papa Bear. But he still did it because that's it. Mark. Yep. Everyone talks like this. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so the, there was an ad in the paper. It said, try Wilderness Vacation, a lovely mountain cabin complete with a rowboat by beautiful Crystal Lake. Rowboat. I know. And so or Papa just... Bear has these, like, flights of fancy. He's going to ra- wake in the morning and catch trout on Crystal Lake. Of course. Snag a corpse. <laughs> that happened in one of the movies. Yeah. Jason was under the water. He got trapped under the He was chained under the water. That's how they stopped him at the end of part five or six. Uh, you know, I think I stopped watching when Corey he was, resurrected. was no longer in them. He was resurrected by a psychic girl. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm not, I believe you. He was I resurrected. There was a girl who had psychic powers, and she zapped Crystal Lake with her psychic rays. And he came out of the water, <laughs> and she tried. He tried to, to to Jason her, which is weird because she he, saved him. She saved him. She got him out of the lake. And then Jason takes Manhattan. He is under the lake, and a boat. He gets snagged on a boat, a party boat, that then goes to Manhattan, somehow from a lake, <laughs> somehow from a from a camp lake yeah. that attaches to. He goes to Manhattan. Hey everyone, let's Eat go to it. Manhattan. You can totally do that. Yep. Totally do that. This is not a Friday 13th podcast. <laughs> but it's becoming it's one. It's becoming one. I, I, I apologize to my friends Gina and Patrick who have a Friday the 13th <laughs> podcast. I'm not trying to jump your style. Uh, but if you want to hear me, I was on it two episodes of the Kill by Kill Ooh. podcast, Friday the 13th Part 3. Um, so they, they have these dreams. They're going to go to Camp Crystal Lake and bathe in the spring sparkling water and eat it's berries. Beautiful. It's good. Look at the, there's these drawings These pictures here. are gorgeous. Yeah, I, I want to go there and I don't even like being outside. Yeah. I You know, I don't like to go outside either, but this... Look at that. This is fantastic. They're eating berries. They're looking at the sunset. And this cabin, mwah, it could be a home away from home. Yes. It's so picture perfect. Uh, they're going to be away from traffic and barking dogs, mm-hmm. which is funny because they literally live on a dirt road <laughs> surrounded by trees. Like the Bear, the Bear Family Treehouse, there's nothing around there. Like there's other houses, each one about a city block away. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I, I think going to their house would be a lovely vacation away yes, for me. Yes, the bears live in a in a neo-rustic area. Like, yeah. The only thing that they have, like, they, they literally drive a car from the 30s. Like, it's – but they got to get away. The only thing they're missing is the lake. Yeah, they don't have a lake. But you know what? That's a lie because there's literally a lake within walking distance of their house, and it's giant. I know there is a coughing catfish who is friends with their kids who lives in that lake. You're absolutely right. Absolutely correct. And it's utterly polluted. We saw them unpollute their lake once. (laughs) So maybe that's why. Maybe it's like, let's go to an unpolluted lake. We treat our nature like garbage. (laughs) So goodness, it takes them a while to get there. Yeah, it does. They fantasize about this trip for a while. Mm-hmm, smell that. Oh, yeah. So, again, in this book, Papa also announces that he's going to make his special mountain stew. I would be so excited for mountain stew. I'm going to let you know a little secret. The, uh, but maybe it's not a secret. I don't know. This is not the first time in the book series that Papa has announced he's going to make food from stuff he finds on the ground. It's not the first time the cubs have been subjected to this exact <laughs> scenario. It's always worth a laugh. And and I think you can tell that because you when we get there you can see it on Mama's face. Yep, Mama gets a good look on her face. If you look at her in these pages, there's a story going on. Mm, in her oh mind. yeah, she knows. She, she knows. knows this is going to end mm-hmm. poorly. But then we have our first encounter with a fresh s- mountain air. Fresh mountain air. But what does that fresh mountain air turn into? A skunk. Skunk butt, and we see it now. Let's talk skunks for one second. The Berenstain Bears at this point because I skipped a. F- I skipped this book. But going back, at this point, the Berenstain Bears have a neighbor mm-hmm. who is a skunk. Mm-hmm. And in this book, a skunk is once again treated as, as just a smelly nuisance, even though they learn that skunks are people too. That's all I want to say. We see the skunk tr- <laughs> trotting back off into the woods. Yeah. 
tail Poor of the skunk. Air. Why did the skunk spray his spray? Spray though. You know, I think that is a really. I think that's the backstory that we are missing. That's the story I want to delve into. Okay. Is it because of Jason? <laughs> There's a killer on the loose. <laughs> There's a killer on the loose. Well, we know that. Okay, skunks spray when they're scared right. to ward off danger. Yes. Skunks in this universe are intelligent. They yes. are homeowners and usually clothes wearers. This skunk I know, is I was, not wearing clothes. I was kind of taken aback by that. The skunks, we know that they are intelligent, more or less equal creatures. In bear country, they're not, but that's because that's bear country. Right. Second class citizens. But they're not in bear country anymore. They're in the wilderness. Is the skunk warding off the bears? Is he trying to – is this their first warning? It could be. It totally could be. I mean, this could be, you know – can we jump to another franchise? Because this could totally be Dobby in book two trying <laughs> to keep Harry from going back to Hogwarts. I'm just saying. So so Dobby could have just appeared in Harry's yes! bedroom and just started smelling. Smelling up like, the place. You know, I'm just, Which probably actually would have made, made her, him go, go faster. Leave. I got to leave. But – in this case, I think this could totally be them trying to keep the trying to trying to protect our bear friends. Can we also talk about the fact that Dobby is a really awkward plot device until about the last book? Yeah. Like it doesn't he he doesn't really like like Rowling kind of paints herself into a corner with the house elves like on multiple occasions. Spew. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will say I will say this, and it wasn't until I read. A breakdown of the books from the perspective of a person who was a a uh, an activist in their own right, mm-hmm. who said that Hermione's journey from Spew to the end of the series is an like as as because she gets kind of horrible in those books, like the way she treats the house elves, yep. like her like self righteous like I know it's better for you than you do. Attitude. I'm gonna save you all. Yep. Yeah. From if you just track her journey as an activist, like in and disregard every other plot line at Harry Potter, it's actually very realistic the way like young people approach activism, like because they usually approach it from like kind of a like many times from like a kind of a self righteous mm-hmm. perspective, and you have to learn like ooh you can't speak for underrepresented yep. people if you're not a member of those under like, you have to stop and listen and learn like her journey is actually very like eye-opening but it gets sort of buried under this whole like voldemort thing i think you've got a ninth movie there i think i've got <laughs> another podcast there. <laughs> that's all i care about i don't think that the skunk is an activist but i do think he wants those bears out of his woods i, I would agree i would totally agree yeah but and here's our first big thing mama takes a picture of papa click yes. goes click. to the camera um pew says papa click goes to the camera uh they get to the cabin and what do we see we see a big gross mucky up lake we see a cabin falling apart we see i mean it's just it's well we see crystal lake after jason has been there yeah, it's full of corpse water yeah this is, this a, is awful this is a, a a nightmare i don't even know if this counts as a lake anymore no it says that uh it says it looks like mud soup yes <laughs> so we got we got a stagnant lake that's full of opaque water at best um we've got a crumbling shack and a rowboat that's half sunk in the lake it's just it's the worst yeah. um papa's been taken for a ride like at this point as a family, I would have turned around. Exactly. I would have been like, I'm sorry, everyone. We were Let's duped. Let's go find the lo- local Hojo, and we'll be good yeah, to go. we'll find a Howard Johnson's. Wow, Hojo. <laughs> were you born in 1955? <laughs> no. No, I'm not even going to go there. We'll, it was just we had a lot of talk about Drop Dead Gorgeous this past oh. weekend. It was all about the Hojos. Speaking so. of Minnesota, I was actually mm-hmm. discussing Hojos on Facebook last week, I think. See? It's a thing. I have a friend who wasn't allowed to collect comics as a kid, but he was allowed to keep any comics that he got at, like, Hojo's or, like, Shoney's. <laughs> and so those are his comics that he read. And there you go. Bob's Big Boy had its own comic line. Did you know that Bob's Big Boy comics ran for over, like, 400 issues? Um, What's a Bob's Big Boy? Bob's Big Boy. You know the guy? He has a, the, the, the smiling kid, and he holds one hand up, and he has, like, a burger on a plate. And he's smiling. Yeah, Kay, I think so. Bob's big. It was a it was a restaurant. Yeah. And you could go. It was like Hojo's. Like you would just go and, and order whatever. Gotcha. But uh, there's no Hojo's to be seen in this no. bear land. No Surrey Bob. There's no electricity at this cabin. Which of course Mama's the one who 
you know recognizes. Yeah, She's the oh, one I that's love her like, little, like her like Benedict Cumberbatchy mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Wait a minute. I see no electrical wires. That means there's no electricity. <laughs> like deductive reasoning. Yeah. And uh, and the smug look she has on her face. You uh, see yep. the smug look on her she's face not, here? She's not terrified. But she's like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. Because even though she knows she's going to be uncomfortable, she knows she's going to win. Yes, exactly. She's like, I have this. I'm going to be able to hold this over the over Papa for, for months to come. And then he patronizingly gives her a chair to sit in. <laughs> it's a vacation here have this little like, foldy chair that'll be comfortable yeah, i brought a folding <laughs> chair from home sit on it i'm gonna go get dinner from the woods and then the look on her face when they walk in the house oh it's she has that look so many times throughout the rest of this book yeah it's perfect somehow every surface got covered in leaves i I don't know how all these leaves got it. Oh, maybe oh, the, the broken window. Do you see the broken oh, window? and um, mice. And mice. So there's broken window. It's not just the window. It's not just the glass that's broken either. It's like the whole window is falling falling out. out of the frame. Yeah, there's rustic furniture. There's an old broom. There's spider webs and ma- like literal just mice everywhere. But look how friendly the mice are. They're waving. They actually they wave pose for a photo. Be- because let's not forget, even in bear country, vermin are sentient. Like these are. Yes. They could have talked to the mice. They chose not to. Bear privilege. No. Um, now comes the most disgusting thing ever to happen <laughs> in a children's book. <laughs> this is the nastiest, the nastiest sentiment ever expressed I've ever seen, which is what happens here. Uh, well, Papa comes back. He's got his little... Uh, cauldron pot they're filled with what do we see we that might be some sort of root vegetable it just says barks leaves and roots yeah it's it's um pretty nasty and he finds that you know he goes over to the water pump the hand pump for water and um it comes out with uh rusty brown water rusty brown, brown water, water which he calls ready-made gravy yes no <laughs> No, it's not gravy. It's it's water it's that's gross. it's disgusting, poisonous groundwater. It's it's groundwater that is filled with rust. He it says rusty water, and he says just what I need for my stew: ready-made ready gravy. gravy. That's not how gravy works. <laughs> gravy is made by introducing a, an organic thickener, be it fat. Flour, flour water i mean that's what it is yes you add it to water and you cook it until it thickens and it makes a gravy yes you add animal matter or baking powder soda baking powder well we always just when we make gravy it's whatever is fats left over yeah. grease is left over you add in some you don't, flour and you some don't water. just use whatever water is brown no <laughs> That's not what gravy is. It's not just brown water. And he says, just what I need for my stew, ready-made gravy. And he fills his bucket with filth water. And the next thing you know, he's cooking it over an outdoor fire. And That's a good thing because that frees up Mama to use the indoor fire to make edible food. <laughs> yeah, Mama lights a fire in the fireplace. She c- cracks open the beans and the dried honeycomb. I mean, that's a special treat. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, for the first time, we see her look a little, a little like, oh, God. What have I gotten myself into? Right, because she was just like, oh, Papa's just going to, he's not going to. And now she's like, oh, he's going to poison my children. <laughs> they, they will die. Yep. And he, but sure enough, he makes them taste it. <laughs> but, you know, at least he tastes it himself, too. He does. They all, sister doesn't look too upset. No. She actually has a kind of a weird smile on her face. She does. Oh, because, probably because the camera's out there. You know, I think oh, she's right. one that, you know, it doesn't matter how bad things are. Camera comes out, sister's going to pose. Right. And their responses are, Yug says sister, Black says brother, Patui says papa, which is not actually how people will respond to this. There would be like more like, <laughs> and actual, yeah. actual vomiting would yes. be occurring. I would, yeah. you just fed them, fed them garbage and... And forest detritus. Well, and actually, I'm not sure we'd even get to this 
the stage with actual children. I think we would have had massive tantrums. Yeah. I think there would be stew all over uh -huh. the campground by this point. Yeah. And there wouldn't be any stew actually being ingested until Papa did it to prove the kids wrong. Right. Papa, no, we're not going to eat your filth, yeah. filthy stew. There's actual like Kit Kat wrappers floating <laughs> in it. You just grab whatever you found in the woods. There's a, I see a bone. I yeah. see... Uh, uh, just I see the remnants of other people's campfires. You just grab things off the floor and you put them in a pocket of filthy, filthy runoff. Yeah, and but I, how does it turn green? Yeah. I mean, it's brown gravy, but how did it turn green? That's what I'm just still trying to figure out. I just scraped, I scraped whatever I saw into a bucket. Yeah, that's not how it works. No, you don't go into a grocery store. And like peel the the shelf labels off and put them in your basket and be like, I'm buying groceries. You don't pick up someone's baby at a grocery store and be like, guess this is groceries. <laughs> you don't walk into the woods and just grab things off the trees and think that they're food. That's not how the world works. No, I, and I love the bird. Yeah. The bird just looking at the pot like. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned. This is, I'm concerned this is at what you're doing to your family. Idea. So they eat mama's canned goods, which is good. They go to bed and no one can sleep. Or Papa can't sleep. Papa can't sleep. Because there's a bunch of onomatopoeias outside the window. <laughs> Who and Ribbit. I guess those are the only two. And click, and click, 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 click. Yeah. Who and Ribbit and click, click, click. Because it's the frogs, the crickets, and the owls. So the, fro the frogs are the click, click, clicks, I guess. No, the frogs are the ribbits. The ribbits. The crickets are the click, click, clicks. Yes. And then we have hoots and woos. Who's? Those would be the owls. Who's and hoots. Who's and woos. Who's? Are there any? Oh, hoots There's and hoots. And I see. Hoots and hoos. We have two different kind of owls here. We have dueling owls. Or there's the owl is the hoot, and the who is the killer in the woods. Yeah. Who am I going to kill next? <laughs> Not click, this click, family. Click. They're sad enough. <laughs> He's like, I tried to, I was going to poison them, and then I saw that. that they did it themselves. The garbage soup yes. that Papa made. <laughs> so Papa doesn't sleep until just before the sun comes up. He goes out to fish. And one of Jim Henson's puppets, Muppets, is, is <laughs> out waiting for him. I mean, I feel like he's saving this poor creature. It's a, what is it? A mudsucker. A mudsucker. Which I think is like a bottom feeder yes. type fish. But even that shouldn't be living in this lake. Yeah. He goes out into the lake in his like onesie and flannel. <laughs> like the bottom half of his shirt is, oh, because oh, he was going to get into a uh, rowboat. But the That's rowboat. right. Okay, so you're a, you're gonna like, let's let's build a scenario. Okay. Let's play a little improv. All right. Here's an improv improv game because we have a theatrical background. Yeah. Let's build a simple machine and then we're going to. <laughs> Beep. Beep. Simple machines. That's a useful theatrical tool. Mm-hmm. You build a simple machine in rehearsal when you want to kill time, and Correct. then you play the mirror game. Yes. Hey everyone, let's play the mirror game. And we're done. We're, that was a really great version of the mirror hey, game. Can we, can we do some blocking? <laughs> Playing the mirror game. This is your character now. And scene. And so we're going to do a little scenario here. You are Papa Bear. Okay. All right. Let's build the, set the stage. You're at a, you're at a lake, mm -hmm. and you want to go boating. There's one boat option, and it's half sunk in the lake already. And go. Well, I'm just going to get in that there boat. No, no, no. What would you really do? What would I really do? Oh, if I was really me? But you know, but you're really Papa Bear. But you're oh, a bear. I'd be Papa Bear. Oh, my goodness. This is really hard. You're Papa Bear, but you have your intelligence. I need to feel, I feel like I need to, like, find an Uta Hagen book or something <laughs> to really get me into this. Okay, so I'm Papa Bo Bear. Boat is half sunk in the lake. Well, then what I would do is I would fish from the shore. Yeah, you would not go in the boat. I would not go in the boat. Because there is... I feel like it doesn't take much intelligence. No. If your boat is half sunk, no. getting into it probably. Actually, what I would do is get back in the car and stop at the grocery store right. and then bring some stuff right. back. I wanted to have fish for breakfast. <laughs> There's not. This lake is made of mud. The boat is half sunk. Let's go to the grocery Let's store. Let's go to the grocery store. Yeah, that's and what I would do. He doesn't. He gets in the boat. Guess what? It sinks as soon as he steps into it. Why? <laughs> because it was already half sunk. You'd think that. Was he expecting, like, if he stepped in the back, the front half was going to tip right, up and right, we were right. all going to just He's just going to keep running back and yeah. forth from each <laughs> side as it tips back up. Oh, this works. This is how boats work. <laughs> no, boats are first. Bo boats. The A boat is not a boat if part of it is under the water. 
the part of the boat that's supposed to be under the water is un it's supposed to be above the water is underwater. When the Titanic was sinking, people weren't like, it's still a boat. It's still a viable boat. Totally. We can get back totally. on this. It's still a, it still works as a boat. I mean, Look. that's why Leo survived. Yeah. Half of it's still sticking up in the air. Yes. This is a good boat. Nope. They walked away from it. <laughs> Just like Papa Bear should have done. <laughs> and he didn't. Mama I mean, he should have gone to the front door taking that off because I'm sure it was only half on to begin with. And he could use that as a floating device too. Yeah fish off of so he catches a fish which is a mud sucker and it makes snuffling noises and it stares at him it's covered in mud it has eyes it's making something and staring probably because let us never forget all animals are sentient in bear country right they have a best friend back home who is a catfish correct so this fish is probably like i know you're here to kill me dude i know you're here to kill me that's all i'm gonna say and they throw it back but then Mama gets hers. Boy, does she. Oh. When she tries to eat berries with the kids. And we get the best picture in the history of bear country. What happens in this picture? Well, they all make that lovely, lovely pucker face. <laughs> all three of them are making it. And the best part about it, I think, is that we've got, you know, Robins on each side making that exact same face. But there's just a little bit of judgment going on there. Like, you should have known better because you don't go eating random berries, berries in, the in the middle woods. of woods. It's one thing It's one thing that we try to teach children is just don't pick berries off of a bush and eat them. Like, you teach children. That. Right. Like, it's dangerous because you don't exactly. know what's healthy. In this book... The it, bears do, and the worst thing that happens is they're a little sour. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess as bears, they can eat them. It's probably true. But one thing bears cannot do is pucker their lips. <laughs> no. <laughs> because they don't have them. And this is the face. They've made this face before. This is the Berenstain's this is sour face. And it scares me because their lips are – they're – if you just look at the lips, like if you cover the upper half and the lower half, their lips are clefting in a way that lips shouldn't be able to do. Correct. Like look at this, the bottom half, the yep. bottom lip. Look what it's doing. It's like I don't even know. You how can't to do that. You can't do that with your mouth. Like you can't do it, and their faces automatically do that. Like it's. I, I assume it's supposed to be this. Like. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look. But like because that. they don't actually have lips, they have like. What do bears have? Like, what is that called? Like a dog has a muzzle? Yes. They have a muzzle. And this is my, that's a great this muzzle. Is, this is my dog impression. <laughs> you know, most people do things like this. What is this called? This is called a dog. <laughs> this is a dog. This is this that's is like a, a clam. An evil clam. <laughs> Clams can't do it either. It's true. Clams and bears have the same pucker ability. And the Baron stains. Okay, I'm not going to trash the barons stan and jan i love them to death they're like family but this is one thing that the bears have never been able to do properly and there's a just a whole spread of them making this <laughs> angry ugly face it's it, i have it posted right now on the facebook if you Perfect. go if you go look you'll see this picture so anyone who can't see it it's it's up there and then they get attacked by the mosquitoes that we were discussing earlier yeah and we don't get a nice cool picture they 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 blew like the, the mosquitoes are small in this picture. Well, they're still big, but... But they're not as right magnificent as we saw them in the first right. book. And Mama has angry face. She's angry, Mama. She's so angry. that She is about done. Yes. Live off the land, you say. Well, you do it. You do it in your angriest Mama voice. Live off the land, you say. With all those thorns and mosquitoes, it's more like the land is living off of us. I don't know. That'll be our intro. Shouldn't <laughs> that be it? That'll be the that, maybe that'll be the intro to the episode. I'll get in. I'll I'll, I'll rake in the viewers, <laughs> listeners. They'll be like, "What is this?" I listened to the first five seconds and I'm hooked. Have you ever yeah. talked to your family that way? No, of course not. Actually, yeah, we do that all the time, but only when Piper has friends in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> Tim and I will make up fun voices just to you know humiliate him. Tweeny, tweener. That's what you do. Tweener. Tween age, tweener. That's what you do. How old is she? She'll be 13. <sighs> I know. Wow. We're old, Phil. We covered this earlier. No. We are old. I'm just feeling older. I'm just feeling older. I have a 15 year old. That's nuts. I know. That's wrong. That's nuts. Okay. So they're attacked by mosquitoes at sunset, which is a thing that happens if you were ever by a lake. It happens. At night. Oh boy, watch out. Like it's you're done though. Especially in Minnesota. This is a very Minnesota thing. It doesn't even have to be a lake in Minnesota. It has to be like a small bucket of water sitting outside. When I moved up here, I thought people were joking about like 
because you you're like oh, the state birds the mosquito right. and you're like huh it's very funny uh always good for a laugh you but no they are big here they, like and the further north you go like they get big like you can like i'm from texas and we have a lot of mosquitoes because i'm i'm from houston and so mm-hmm. like we're near the bayou like we are near bodies of water and so you get ugly mosquitoes but they're big here like they're like little animals yeah and and and, and they're like raptors you know, they, they're smarter than the average insect. Do you mean like the dinosaurs? Yes, or the, bird? the dinosaurs. You know, they can open doors. They open doors. They, uh, you, they, you, when an insect gets to a certain size, like, and I know this is probably not true, but when an insect gets to a certain size, I tend to think of them as smarter. <laughs> like, right? Like, mm-hmm. like a, a tarantula. I see a tarantula. That's not an insect. That's a that's a arachnid. Correct. But they're, they're all in the, like the same family of like things I don't want around. And I see a tarantula, and I'm like, oh, you're hey buddy. Like you're you're probably thinking about things. Mm-hmm. You probably have a, you have a tale to tell, or like a good sized praying mantis. I'm like, oh, you're a little guy. Like, right. You have dreams and hopes. But then I see like a mosquito or a gnat, and I'm like, you don't have an inner life. You're not complex. You don't have dreams. No, no dreams. But so, the ones up here, I think they do. I think they do. I think they dream. I do. And it's never good. Nope. They don't have sweet dreams. No. Nope. And uh, I guess the moral of this story is don't go outside in Minnesota. <laughs> it's true. Ask a uh, former friend, friend of the show, former guest Brian Skinner, and I d- recorded an outside episode, and it was heck on earth. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing out here? Because that was a bad move. We were miserable. Yeah, don't we miserable. do that. Yeah. Don't do that. We could be outside recording right now, but we'd be dead. We'd be cold. Definitely mm-hmm. be cold. So then they rush inside to escape the mosquitoes. It starts to rain, and the house starts leaking. Papa goes to sweep the water out, and he slips and falls outside, lands in the mud. Mama takes a picture of him, and what does Papa Bear finally say? What does he finally He's say? He's got a terrific idea. Let's go home. Let's go home. Should have done it. Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Didn't. He's stubborn. Stubborn old fool. Yeah. They've taken pictures at every twist and turn. Speaking of twists and turns, they go down a mountain path during a thunderstorm. Arrive back home. Here's a nice example of how how surrounded by busy city life that house was. Look at that house. (laughs) Uh, it's beautiful. There's some mountains, and um, I'm trying to figure out how long it took them to get there because the sun's up and it's gorgeous. I mean, were they was it, were they leaving at night? Weren't they leaving at night? They drove all night. They drove. All night. The rain had stopped. The sun had come out by the time yes. they reached the valley. It's, so he drove all night. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of nature. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he said, "Oh, the sounds of traffic." Was, there's no traffic. There's not even a street going by your house. In yeah. fact, they seem to have done away with the street. Maybe it's on the other side, but there are neighbors, but not anymore. They have neighbors, trust me. So they get home. Mama goes to develop the film, which is something that we used to have to do, kids. Yes. No, None of this instant gratification that we're used to. Yeah. Unless you had the Polaroids, of course. Unless you had Polaroids, that's a thing. You could laugh at your Polaroids. Yes. Well, the bears get their photos back, and they are hilarious. Fantastic photos. Papa's making a face. The mile, the mouses are waving. They're making a face. They're making a face. <laughs> they only took six pictures on this whole trip, by the way. Which is remarkable. Yeah. Papa smells the mountain air. They get greeted by the mice. Uh, they taste the wilderness stew. He has the mud sucker. They eat the berries. He falls down. And the moral of the story is... The bad vacation could be a good vacation. It could still be a good vacation. Because it's all about what happens up here. Yes. At the end of the day. Yes. So be- we should go on vacation up north and see what happens. No. Like me and you? Well, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see what happens. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> let's, let's just go, go right, right now. now. <laughs> see what happens. I guarantee I'll tell you what happened. We will freeze to death. We will freeze to death because I don't have appropriate mountain up northern gear. And we'd get hungry. <laughs> Yes, but I would stop at a grocery store along the way. <laughs> so the moral of the story, it's the bears. It says that every so often they pull out these pictures, all six of them, I guess, <laughs> and laugh because they had a wonderful, like. What else are you going to do? Because at the, like, I think what they're saying is we are just, a, we are meat 
and blood and memories. That is like what a human is. That's is so deep. It's just it's a, we're just sacks of meat powered by blood and then a brain that fueled contains by memories. fueled by its memories. Yeah. And that's at the, that's all we are. You take away any one of those three things and what do you have? You have a nothing. couch. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. A flesh couch. <laughs> flesh couch. That's it. That's, that's it. it. We're yeah. just walking couches with memories of our vacations. Yeah, unless we don't have one of those things, then we're nothing. I don't have vacations. Not in a while. But you have memories. That's not true. I went to New York a year ago with my family. Yes. Yeah. So you went on vacation. Does it count as a vacation if you stay with family? Yeah. Or is that like a, that's a trip? Is that a trip? Uh, What's the difference between a trip and a vacation? Well, I always think of trips as like when you have to go for trips and vacations are very similar. Yeah. I think it's more if you have to go for work or if you're going for leisure. That's yeah. your thing. Work or leisure. So is it work or leisure when you went to visit your family? Both. Well, then you had half a vacation. Because <laughs> visiting family is always kind of work. Yeah, yeah. But so is going on vacation. As it you is. know, as from I running know. a vacation planning yes. organization. Now – have you ever had what you would consider a bad vacation? You know, I was thinking about that after we've read this. And, you know, I think there's a lot of truth in this because while we've had some vacations that um, maybe a day or two didn't turn out like we wanted to because, you know, Mother Nature or someone gets sick, they typically go pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, I don't know. We haven't had a really bad one. You don't have disaster vacations. I've never had a disaster vacation. I don't think I've had a disaster vacation, but there's definitely those vacations. I've had those vacations, maybe not like destiny vacations, like right. to a place, but like when you're going out of town to visit family or whatever, and you're gone for like five days, and you can look back and you're like, man, three of those days were kind of a bust. bust. Yes, yes. Like we were in bad moods. Yeah. Or like we tried to go do something and the kids were crying. Yes, kids are crying or like the big day, your big plans and it ends up being a thunderstorm the entire yep. day and you can't leave. Or like when you go with this whole group of theater people to a small town in Kansas and it's supposed to have this beautiful pool and it looks like Crystal Lake did in here where it was just green muck on the bottom of it and no water. I wouldn't know any that of that. was fantastic. Phil Gonzalez stays in the <laughs> hotel room. On a vacation. Hey Phil, you're traveling with like 15 of the people you're closest with in your life. What are you gonna do? Ignore all of them and be in a bad mood the whole time. Yeah, and then but then we go to where did we go after that? Memphis. Stayed in my room. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else went to Graceland. We did go to Graceland. I it's stayed in true. my room. Well, that was a nicer room and a nicer hotel. <laughs> And, like, you could order in food, and it wasn't just always pizza. That was, like, 1999. Yes, it was. That was 1999. Yeah. Do you know what's going to – in two years, it's going to be 2019. No. Yes, actually. And <laughs> are we ever going to do a reunion of that show? Well, if we do, it should be in two years. Yeah. 20-year reunion. I know. <laughs> That's sh That makes me feel old again. I know. We could do a production of, like – 70 girls 70 or like follies <laughs> we're already follies it'd have to be Let's follies, follies. from one son time to another Just all hobble across yes. the stage <laughs> barely supporting ourselves we don't have anybody young enough to be the young people in the show. We'll just cut those parts. It'll okay. be like half of Follies. Half of Follies. The old part. Well, that's good because that'll keep it, make it shorter because Follies can get a little that's long. It's a long show. Man, so. if you don't have the right cast for that show, whew, it just crumbles apart. There's like 70 leads in that show. Yeah, which is perfect for all of us. <laughs> so, yeah, so you never had a I, – I, I think there's a lot of truth to this book, though. Oh, I think so, too. Like, the whole, like, especially the overall, the overall message, which is things are bad. Like, things don't always turn out the way you want them to. Like, your plans don't always work out. But looking back on, there's always, there's usually something funny to find in disasters. Yes. I mean, unless someone gets hurt really bad. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we've we never had a bad vacation. We just had a few bad things happen. Like, there was when we went to um, Colorado, and um, something happened to my knee, and I couldn't walk. Colorado, not a great place to be when you can't walk. <laughs> but, you know, so there there is something that was just, you know, 
kind of humorous of my husband trying to push me around the Garden of the Gods up and down all those hills in a wheelchair. I mean, yeah, it kind of sucked at the time, but it's kind of awesome now. So Colorado, not wheelchair accessible. Not wheelchair accessible. Get on that, Colorado. Build, build some ramps. <laughs> I guess mountains, though, are kind of nature's ramps. Yeah. I'm like, just, just ruin the Garden of the Gods. and Let's just, make it, you know, little elevators here and easy. An all-elevator state. Perfect. I think that's New York, right? Is it? There's a lot of Chicago. elevators. Chicago. Is there a lot of elevators? Is that a, is that a thing? Is that the, <laughs> oh, don't go to Chicago. It's all elevators. <laughs> it's all elevators. Don't go there. <laughs> How else do you get up to the top of the big, big buildings? You go up a big, big elevator. Right. There you go. All elevators. I think that they have elevators in other states, though. No. <laughs> Not in Colorado. We bring the buildings down to you. Yes. They go down into the ground like some sort of anime. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Could we make that happen? I've seen that happen in animes. Well, can we make it happen in real life? Yeah. Buildings go down. I want to I wanna experience that. Buildings come down. Your spirits go up. Welcome <laughs> to New Mexico. I don't know. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've never liked this book. But Really? Like I've never liked this book. I like it more now that we've introduced the concepts of Jason. Yes. Camp yes. Crystal Lake. Yep. And having commiserated with someone on the fact that this none of this should have happened. None of this should have happened. <laughs> like they should have turned around. They should have turned around the moment they smelled the skunk. Okay, you can go past the skunk, but the moment you actually <laughs> see the house, the lake, no, you turn around. Yeah. You turn around. Don't try to feed your children garbage, actual garbage. Seriously, they take your children away for that. Yes. Don't make your family live in a nightmare hovel. No. Like, there are, again, they take your children away for that. They take like, your children away from that. And this is not, like, don't, if you aren't planning on roughing it, and you get someplace where you look like you're going to be forced to rough it, turn around. Go home. Like, you didn't plan for this. You planned for a house. If you get to a place and there's no, like, running water, there's no electricity, just go home. You cannot – you're not prepared for this. I don't even think they brought sleeping bags. I No, and there's no place to sleep. Although they did, as we see later on here, they did bring a lot of pots. They did have a lot of pots. Because <laughs> I'm pretty Holy sure these weren't actually smite. already here. But they there brought... are a lot of pots and pans. Yeah. They brought their pots and they brought their old-timey uh, swimsuits. Yeah. You know, and smart of them to wear the old-timey swimsuits in the rain in the... Yes. Smart of them to wear their old-timey swimsuit in the lake because that's, water is probably filled with all kinds yeah. of horrible bacterias. And, and... They could have made a nice indoor pool here. But I'm saying if Papa had, like, an open wound anywhere on his body. <laughs> He'd be dead right now. I also want to say that mosquitoes probably don't bother bears that much. Excellent point. Considering that bees don't. Excellent point. I guess in the fiction that we're living in, bees do. So maybe mosquitoes. But you can't. I mean, how do you get through all that hair? Bees get... can't sting through the hair. That's the whole point. That's why bears can get honey, is bees can't sting through that hair. Mosquitoes certainly can't. Maybe on their fleshy faces. Yeah, right in the... Right on the nose, nose, right on the schnoz, right, right on this. <laughs> on their clamshell. Right, right on their clamshell faces. <laughs> I wish everyone could see me doing this. It, it is it is fantastic. The clamshell face. I'm going to paint this to look like a bear. And I'm going to be like, hey, kids, I'm Papa Bear. And I everyone think... will be like, stay away from my children. <laughs> yes, they would be. I would be. So now is the time on the show where we say, uh, the bear saying bears in too much vacation, thumbs up or thumbs down. You know, I do actually think it would be valuable to read to your kids before you go on vacation so that if like vacation does go bad or you have one of those bad days or they're a little like uh, whiny crabby you can be like hey at least i didn't feed you papa stew <laughs> yeah, at least <laughs> I didn't make you eat mud hey, at least you're not you have a place to sleep tonight you know so i don't know and also it teaches a good lesson it about does. looking back on life and finding the funny parts of yeah. Of tragedy. So I I would actually use it. I would read it. Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> I'll say that I've read this book a million times. I've read it to my kids a million times. I've always found it a little like, uh, I'm gonna I I am going to resolve. I'm going to go back into this book with newfound enthusiasm. Wow. Yep. Wow. I'm gonna approach it with newfound enthusiasm. Looking for Jason. 
looking for Jason. Hey, spot Jason, kids. And they're like, who's Jason? It's the new Where's Waldo. Who's Jason, Papa? I'm five. And I'll be like, mm, well, I'll explain it to you later. He's a murderer. Not in the first. In the not in the first movie, though. That was no. his mom. That was his mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a bird. Sorry. I'm like a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we, squirrel. Bird. Pretty. We got, we got a woodpecker on our suet. We have a suet <laughs> hanger, and there's a bird at it. Um, so, uh, Carrie. Yeah. What is the name of your company again? Mouse Ears. Mouse Ears. No, Mouse Ears. Oh, Mouse like, Ears. I was totally wrong. Like concierge, but with a mouse I in front of it. I did not know that. It. Gosh. Come to think of it, there's probably already a company called Mouse Ears. Yeah. There's lots of mouse things out there. Yeah. Mousierge, mm-hmm. well, shut my mouth. I was totally wrong. That's all right. Uh, how do they find Mousierge again? Uh, on Facebook, Mousierge Travel, or at mousieergetravel.com. And is this a mouse? Is Mousierge something that our our listeners can use if they do not live in Minnesota? Oh yeah, anywhere. So this is anywhere. Yeah. If you're coming from anywhere, just give anywhere. you a, give you a shout. Yep. Um, I think that's great. You've been doing this for how long now? Mm, eight years now i think and it's because did it grow out of the fact that you just you were like i go here so much it, it grew out of that and um yeah you know when they talk about do something you love well this was something that i loved so just started doing it and yeah that's exactly how i started doing this show see uh, yay people were like you know a lot about the very same virus why don't you put that knowledge to good use and i said i think i'll start a podcast instead and there you go well that's a good use it's is fun. It? I'm having fun. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> We're this is like eighty some odd episodes. We're barreling towards a hundred. I'm yeah. barreling towards a hundred. And now you are officially done with the eighties, right? Now I'm finally done with the eighties. Yeah. Finally done with the eighties. I've already done a few books in the nineties, and uh, we're getting on. We're uh, hold on to your bottoms because there's some crazy books coming up. Mm. We got some crazy books coming up. Yeah, you think too much vacation? We're looking at book about bullying. <gasps> we are looking about books about monsters <gasps> the, of the green-eyed variety. We are no. looking at books about racism. What? We are, and then we are rapidly approaching, rapidly approaching, I'm not sure when the first one is, in a few years, which means a few months, the first of the chapter books. Oh, wow. boy. Hold on, to wow. your, hold on to your blue and white spotted bonnets. Cause, I am really excited to see what you do with the full chapter book. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. Because that's, like, huge. My cup runneth over with bears. <laughs> Carrie, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yes. And for everyone else out there, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, BerenstainBearCast.wordpress.com. Uh, you can write me at BerenstainBearCast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Twit at me on Twitter. Do whatever you do on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. And everybody, we're going to come back with more fun. And I will see you all next week deep in bear country.